Space Podcast. Weird. Monday, Monday. Aww. John Phillips? Oh, actually, that wasn't John this saying that. was in the Poppets, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was not John. It was uh, Paul. Oh, man. John. Ringo. George. No, I'm just... Anyway, it's the Monday episode of Weird. Denny's what I'm trying to say. Denny's. Denny's. I love Denny's. No, Denny is the name. Oh. Denny's since passed away. Remember, he was on uh, uh, Thomas the Tank Engine or something. For oh, a while. that's right. So was Ringo. You remember that? Ringo was the conductor Denny for Dordery. a bit. Anyway, my name's Aaron. Who was? Ringo R- was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And uh, this is the Weird News Podcast. You before we get started, we are our worst enemy. We start talking about other stuff. And yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Craig. This is Aaron over there across the table. Everybody say, hey, Aaron. Hey. Aaron. Uh, and we are at we are here at the Leeberry Studios in an undisclosed location, just outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Yes. Hey, have you noticed that our new Dollar Tree signs are going up? Yeah, uh, t- I have. Today yeah. Yeah. drove by the Dollar the Dollar Trees. That's kind of a big deal for our little town. The Dollar Trees. Yes. Uh, and they were putting a new air unit on the roof. They had a big crane. They were pulling the old one down. Yeah. And because it was in an Fixing old because it, it was in an old building that shut yeah. an old drugstore that shut down and so i go by today and i was like i almost teared up i was like i don't a, know that i've ever been in a dollar tree or i like whatever dollar tree dollar tree is great if uh well when you got little kids yeah it's great because they get toys for a dollar but also you'll like this part the candy aisle oh okay I'm yeah a, I'm a, I'm, imagine a world think if you where you're walking down the candy aisle uh-huh everything's a dollar okay yeah, I'll do that. I'll I'll I'll, I'll try it. Dollar Tree the the Dollar Trees is a good place to go for like cleaning. And they don't sponsor us. Like no cleaning supplies, things like that. I mean, you go in there; it's a dollar. Hence <laughs> the name. They've got they've got everything in the Dollar Treeses, and it is it's just anyway. So I was pretty excited that I drove by and the, and the that sign was going up on that. Just it, and, and I was really excited because that building was vacant, and I was afraid it was going to be like so many buildings. Yeah. Just left there to yes, rot. Or we, to rot. We used to have some of those around here. We don't not so much now, now anymore. Well, not since we set most of them on fire. That's true. Wait, how we was your, do, uh, We actually did not. Do how that. was your Black Friday? Did you get any bargains? <clears throat> did you get anything? I told you last time. Yeah. I don't have any money. Yeah. I didn't go get anything. You didn't. No. Nothing. See, here's the problem. People are asking me in my family, "What do you want for Christmas?" I don't know why they sound like that. <laughs> they don't feel good. And I'm like, here's, here's the problem. There are things that I would love to have for Christmas, mm-hmm. but through no fault of my own directly, most of the things I want are way too expensive for me to ask yeah. somebody for Christmas. You know, Lori and that, asked and, me and, that. And, 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 well, and that's only because I've always been a tech junkie. Yeah. And so the things that, that kind of rev me up are, you know, tech related. Yeah. And so it's hard for me to say, well, I want, you know, because it's going to be $200, you know, yeah. and, and so I can't ask people for that stuff. So usually it's like, well, what do I need? You know, what do I really, and, and I really am kind of hard pressed to find things because throughout the year, if there's something I need, I, you know, I get it, whatever. So see, Lori asked me, and I'd like to have another turntable because I've already got a microphone and one turntable. Right. You need yeah. two turntables and, and, and a microphone. microphone right. Yes. But I did. As, so Lori said, we'll pick Is one Is that because out. you want to? You want to just sit back there in your room and just do mixes? Yes, exactly. And pretend that you yes. put the strobe light on? So anyway, I found uh, I found the most expensive turntable I could find and sent it to her just as a joke. You want to know how much the turntable was I found oh, for? Oh, probably $1,200, $1,300. Oh, no, that's outrageous. Yeah, was it, like, was it gold? $40,000. It was not gold, but it was it was skip-proof. It's made for DJ, mobile DJs. So it's made for people that, that I have like... Okay, I know for a fact that there is an army of mobile DJs in the world. Yeah. That 
to this day have not required anything like <laughs> well, a forty thousand dollar the and reviews they, and they do just fine believe it or not there were, there were a lot of reviews for it they were all five stars it's supposed to be the best you could get it had all kind of belts i mean it's and it's got this real heavy thing that sits on top you know what else has belts <laughs> all of them my pants except maybe the direct drive ones <laughs> But anyway, this is Monday's episode. We're supposed to jump right into the news, man. We got things to do. Well, we didn't ask people to leave reviews. Oh, oh, that's right. We, uh, that's okay. Nobody could hear that anyway. So go ahead. Oh yeah. Well, it just make sure you tell your friends about the weird podcast, please. Weirdnewspodcast.com. We need we need some listeners, folks. Uh, We've we, been at this a couple of years. It's time for us to yeah, take off. We need you to make a promise to yourself. Uh, make a promise to us because we don't. We're not going to expect you to keep that promise. Okay, everybody, but raise your right hand. Raise your hand and say, "I will go tell at least five to ten friends." Say, "I." If state I do, your name. If I do not have five to ten friends, state I will your name. rent five to ten friends, or I will talk to people on Facebook that I pretend I'm friends it's with. One of my favorite jokes that never gets old. Remember in Stripes when he's he he's teaching at the beginning of Stripes, one of them's teaching English as a second yeah. language, or as a to to he's, everybody stand up and I say I I state your name, state your name. <laughs> I can't. Never gets the old. The only thing I remember, it got old pretty quick. No. The only thing I really ever remember is the Francis bit. I love that. <laughs> Lighten up, Francis. And, and John Candy. Uh, the doctor yeah. says I swallowed a lot of aggression <laughs> and a lot of pizzas, too. <laughs> so um, so back on, this is why we don't have a lot of listeners, because you won't let me finish. I'm sorry. So you need to tell all your friends or go on Facebook and tell your friends, hey, here's a great podcast you need to listen to. These guys are so funny. Yeah. And even, I mean, you don't have to really back that up. Just, no. Just tell them. Hey, and, and we've got little cards you can hand out. Send me a message on Facebook. And he'll talk about maybe giving you a card. I'll send you some cards to hand out. How about that? What are you going to do if 50 people want cards? I'll send, I'll send out 50 packs of cards. What if 500 people oh, want Oh, man. Then we're in trouble. Top story. New York women sue New York women. I've already messed this up. That's i got to okay. go home now. New York women sue that's not her name. They're, they're a bunch of women, and they're suing after breaking bones on a closed slide in Myrtle Beach. Okay, this is the type of story that, that you, it leaves you scratching your head. But go ahead. Things that make you go, hmm? I'll let you read it, and then we'll discuss. Uh, you, you think you will? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. uh-huh. Two women from New York filed a lawsuit after breaking several bones on a slide at Broadway at the beach in Myrtle Beach. Ali Mulcahy, I guess is how you pronounce it, and uh, Jillian McGovern... Uh, they filed a lawsuit against the ride's manufacturer, Broadway at the Beach, Burroughs and Chapin, and other parties. They went to a lot of parties on Thursday, <laughs> according to the lawsuit. You think with broken bones, they want to go to a hospital. You think. They were at uh, Myrtle Beach area, they were in the Myrtle Beach area on the weekend of April 29th of uh, 2017 for a wedding. And um, following the wedding, the two women went to Broadway at the Beach. And... Um, in the early morning hours of April 30th, this is like the very next three. day. They're the, it I bet it was probably, 3 a.m. They were walking back to their hotel, uh, passing Pavilion Park Central, which was closed. Of course it was. It was like 3 a.m. Uh, even though it was closed, the plaintiffs were easily able to move the unsecured gate at the entrance to the pipeline slide and climb the stairs to the top of the slide, claims the lawsuit. Without any employees present to instruct them, the plaintiffs were not aware that they needed to have the slide sprayed with water, nor did they know they needed a burlap bag to safely go down the side. They Wasn't this closed? They shot down that thing like a rocket. Yeah, it was like Clark Griswold on that disc. So, Ding! Uh, bingo. Yeah, bingo. That line always bothered me in that movie. Why? I'll tell you why. Because it was cute to put in there as a yeah. kind of closing. Yeah. Bingo. Bingo. It's yeah. just Eddie. But the thing is, he was literally two miles away from where they were. 
He, he, he was circled around. No, he wasn't. He landed at a Walmart. <laughs> I know. And then here's another thing. How did that disc end up back at the front yard again? You know, Randy Quaid finds it. But it always kind of bothered me that um, he did that. He was so far away from him. He was gone. And he goes, bingo. bingo. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Hanged so wait, But these people actually broke in, right? Yes, they so broke in. So why are they upset? Without these safety precautions, the plaintiff slid down the slide at a very high velocity, <laughs> colliding with a metal barrier at the bottom of the slide. The lawsuit also claims as a result of the collision, video. both plaintiffs sustained sustained significant injuries. <laughs> yeah. Well, how about you you trespassed? How yeah, about you broke about in? That? How about you inflicted possibly some damage to our equipment? Yes. How about you you should have not brought it up because you did something you shouldn't have done? <laughs> um. So one of the girls had a broken ankle. Good. Um, a, a broken right ankle, broken left ankle, and multiple fractures to her left tibia, which Ooh. I'm not sure I can say on the show. That's the biggest bone in the body. I thought that the femur is the biggest. The femur is the big one, the, the big joint. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. So T- why tibia. You, so why don't you watch more medical What is show? tibia? I think that's below your knee, isn't it? No, that's your femur. No, your femur is the giant bone. Yeah, that's the longest bone in your body. Okay, work with me. <laughs> From your waist to your knee is your your femur, okay? From your waist to your knee is the femur. I think I have a femur. Anyway, go ahead with your story. Hum a song while I look up femur to show you a picture. (laughs) Oh, this is about slides, so we'll do some. When I get to the bottom, I get back to the top of the slide where I go for a ride. There's the femur. And I do it again. There's the femur at the top? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, it doesn't matter. The point is... No, it doesn't. ...that uh, they had to have surgeries... And shattered, had shattered knee Should plate, shattered, two shattered. broken ankles. I could have sung shattered while you were looking. Both up. have had an extended recovery period due to the significant injuries and surgeries required to repair the injuries. They've also had to take significant time off work. The lawsuit has. Well, that neither, should teach them not to break into a theme park when it's not open. Right. Neither plaintiff has fully recovered from her injuries. They were both independent, successful young adults who have had to take extended time off from work for treatment of their injuries. The defendants failed to secure Pipeline Slide, knowing the patrons of Broadway and the Beach would be passing through and have open access to Pavilion Park at all hours of the day, the lawsuit further claims. In the manufacturer and design of the slide, uh, BN failed to install proper safety equipment to secure the Pipeline Slide when not in use. Okay, I hope hope a judge takes the book, (laughs) throws it so hard it knocks a couple of the disc out of their neck this is this is this is you broke in you broke in you broke it's in. closed you're not supposed to be there so if i break into like a mcdonald's when it's oh. closed and make myself french fries and i burn myself on the grease because they didn't properly cover it lock or something, the door or lock something. the door or something <laughs> then it's somehow that's their fault i hope a judge turns us around on them and just knocks you them know, out when we were growing up we never heard of lawsuits like this because they didn't go anywhere they, well, they pe- were tossed people, out. People weren't entitled like now. Right. We sound like a couple of old people now. We do. Well, we are. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. It's going out to J-Sharp. It's the J-Sharp snake theme song. Oh, the snake hole. Creepy snake hole. Got a snake story, Craig. Creepy. The snake hole. Bad. <laughs> Headline is venomous snake discovered inside potato sack in a pa- passenger's luggage. A security check at an airport in India. Of course it's in India. Caught a man trying to uh, 
accidentally bring a venomous snake on a plane? Snakes on a plane, Craig. Yeah. Your favorite movie. According to UPI, Central Industrial Security Force screeners at the Koken Airport saw the creature in a bag of potatoes that was inside the carry-on luggage when it was scanned through the security x-ray. Is that, is that a snake? I believe that's a I can't do an Indian accent. Maybe you shouldn't because... I think that's a snake. Is that a snake? I think that's a snake. Stop. I can't do it. Talk about... The snake. Hey, that's a throwback. The snake, believed to be an Indian crate, is one of the four most venomous snakes in the region. Can you keep stuff in it? No. Oh, I mean, you could. It it stores stuff. Okay. But you can't get it back. The passenger claimed he purchased the bag of potatoes from a farmer and placed them in his luggage to bring along on his trip to Abba Dubai. Abba Dubai. The man allegedly did not know the snake was hiding in his bag of potatoes. The pastor was initially arrested for having the snake in his luggage. Did you say the pastor? The pastor. I may have. I may have said the pastor. But was later released when police determined it was likely an accident. So this is really not even a story. Here you are, going about your day. You got a bag of potatoes. I think I'll have a potato. You got an Indian crate inside the bag. <laughs> the, this, this wasn't the only snake on a plane story to make headlines this week. On Monday, a little boy was left heartbroken when airport officials in South Africa wouldn't let him board his plane with his soft toy python because it allegedly looked too much like the real thing. Now, that's where we're getting out of hand. When you take toys from a child... What if it had been a rigid toy python? Then they would have let him on. Oh, yeah, okay, because yeah. it's rigid. Yeah, but this was a soft one. Hey, this yeah. is something we can all get behind. Absolutely, and I understand this. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I don't agree with it. I ain't saying he should have done it. Depends on what the temperature was. But I understand. Man attacks roommates with axe over thermostat setting now was it was it the kind you spray out of the can no no it was an axe it was an actual axe it was an axe axe me something <laughs> exactly lincoln nebraska lincoln police or those are those guys the other police there they run around those tall hats they have a beard the beards no and everything. Mustache, right yeah. right they arrested a man accused of threatening his roommates with an axe they were called just after 5 30 a.m uh, a.m wednesday uh, the roommates woke to their roommate, John Crane, who's 46, wielding a red-handled axe. <laughs> that's the worst kind. That's what That's what, uh, That's what. what Rick, Walking Dead, red axe. May he rest red, in peace. Red, red ha- hatchet. No, well, I don't know. Yeah, well, James saw it. Well, I did too. Well, may he rest in peace. He's not dead. He's all blowed He's up. He's not dead. He got all blowed up. Obviously, you stopped at some point. Me watching it? Yeah. No, I hadn't seen it. I hadn't seen it since well, season he three. Well, didn't, he didn't blow up, so shut up. James told me he blowed up. Well, James quit watching. <laughs> James went, well, it's over, and left the theater. No, James didn't watch it either. He just wanted to see that scene, so he looked it up. Well, then he probably should watch what followed. Why? It's boring. No, it's it's the most boring show on right, television. Look, look, here's the deal. Okay, nobody cares. What are you going to get a red axe after me? So there's a there's a red handle there's a red handled hatchet, and he actually promises somebody in one of the episodes that he's about to die, or you think he's going to die in an earlier episode, and he tells the guy promises him he's got a red hatchet, he's going to kill you with it. <laughs> he does, he kills him with it. So anyway, they told the police that that the crane was intoxicated. Uh, you know how the crane could carry that around too, because they're used to standing on one leg. <laughs> he could have the axe in the other, the other little footy thing. Um, but he told police he was in, he was intoxicated. He was upset upset that the thermostat was too low. Um, Crane told him to get out. What do you set your thermostat at at bedtime? Uh, well, in the winter time, I probably it just depends because the house is is weird. I mean, unless you get a smart thermostat that can kind of gauge each room and figure it all out, we have a standard thermostat. So. If the gas logs are on, it makes the house hotter, so all the other rooms seem colder yeah. because it shuts off. Because not, not a log. 
Not log as you thought I meant log. But anyway, so last night I went to bed and I set it for like 75. Good grief. No, you didn't. I did because I love a little warm, like wrap you like a blanket. 67. Do you have gas heat? No. No, we're all electric. So that's why you set your so low. Yeah. Because especially in the cold months, heat pumps can't keep up. Gas, no, we like it cold. I know, but gas heat, Yeah, it's your friend. It's your buddy. <laughs> it will wrap you like a blanket. And so- I've already got blankets. It'll rock you like a hurricane. Oh, here we are. Yeah. So, uh, but like in the in the summertime, I probably keep it around 70 or something. 72. Yeah, I think in the summertime, we keep ours about 70. That's about Which right. Is, look at this, uh, Here's this weird, okay? This is a question for you. All right. Why is it if I'm inside a house? Yeah. If I'm in that environment? Yeah. Why is it that during the wintertime, I need it to be certain temperature? And then in the summertime, I want it a certain temperature. Different different temperatures. Why are they different? If I'm, if I'm in that same environment, why is it not that all year round, I'm happy with 73 in the house? That's something? a good question. I don't know. Maybe you asked Dr. Freud. Well, I do know it's... Well, one reason, obviously, is because the house will cool or heat, depending on the weather. True. But I still should be trying to regulate that one number. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. You would think so. I would. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they wrestled him to the ground. Got the axe until away. The, until, the, uh, until the officers got there. And uh, he was arrested on suspicion of terroristic threats and the use of a weapon to commit a felony. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> don't mess with the thermostat or you might get a red-handled axe to the head. Somebody might axe you something. We're both dog lovers. I do love dogs. I love dogs. Our families love dogs. Except, or, the, little, except the little yippy entitled. I ones. love that little one. No, we don't have that. We've only got. I love oh, you all like of Henry. Them. You like our, yeah, yeah. our uh, Shisu. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Are any of your dogs racist? Um, I am suspicious of one of them. <laughs> Alpha. I've just seen some paraphernalia lying around. Headline is dog accused of racist hate crime for pooing outside someone's front door. This is a real story. It's not made up. So now dogs can rationalize whose house they're in front of. A dog has been blamed for a racial hate crime for fouling outside the front door of somebody's home. Fecal surprise. The poo and run, Craig, is among 2,500 reported cases of hate crimes logged by the Met Police. Well, log as in, you know. (laughs) The victim perceived this to be a racial incident. Other allegations investigated. Now, wait, real quick. Now, yeah. Is it that the owner is purposely letting them do it in front no, of their house? No, it's or a, it's like a straight dog. The dog is just yeah, wandering around. The just, dog. Yes. Okay. Yeah, two thousand five hundred and seven alleged hate incidents were revealed after a freedom of information request uh, to by the mail on Sunday. In, a do- in the dog fouling incident, the log read, an unknown dog has fouled, <laughs> that's a foul, outside the victim address, and the victim perceived this to be a racial incident. Give me a break. <laughs> another, in another case, it was suggested that a barking dog was a hate crime. I know I hate it when I'm trying to sleep and there's a dog yeah, barking. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, police wrote that the suspect's dog were barking at the victim. Uh, blah, blah, blah on that one. This this is part of well, the look, reason. Can we just talk about the guy that they're talking about here? His parents were so lazy with his name. Uh, David Davies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> David Davies. Uh, Mr. Davies, what would you like to name your child? The- I don't know. David? <laughs> 
quick. Name him. Uh, David. David Davies. Oh, that sounds delightful. We'll name him David. There's some other complaints in this report. A person who felt a bus driver had given him a racist look. <laughs> what is that? How do you do that? I just don't even understand anymore. An angry dad who called police when his daughter lost a tennis match because he believed the umpire was a racist. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is we have allowed people not we no but we have we thought we meant we not we thought you meant we you know but but we've allowed now for any stupid thing to fall out of people's heads yeah and and, and and it's taken for like truth well, or taken the, for anything if you look at pol- the political seasons are bad because one side's calling the other side racist for no reason what's there's not a inch of racist evidence I know it is. It, it's just irritating to me because that stuff sticks. People, yeah. people hear it and it kind of sticks. Repeat, they regurgitate stuff. Let's get off this racist story. Let's get on to something story. exciting. Yes, please. Something exciting. Something we can all get behind. A good gift. A good quality gift for yes. not a lot of money. But something that brings joy and smiles to faces Absolutely. of everyone. Absolutely, especially if you use this gift to listen to the weird podcast. So people don't really realize this, Aaron, but you yeah. know, making earphones. It's right. still an art of craftsmanship. Is it really? Yes. It seems like they just go through a machine and machines throw them together. Machines have come a long way, but humans still win that battle. They conquer machines. Yes. And the human eye cannot be fooled. That's true. Studio. Some computers. Su- su- studio has chosen to stay with handmade details uh, for for the most part of the production process. They, they You can call them old-fashioned if you want. They call it, you know what they call it? What? Craftsmanship. Oh, and I agree. Cutting edge engineering techniques and elegant minimalistic designs are the primary elements embodied in Studio's portfolio. They believe that a product should be intuitive and ready to use at all times. And if you are looking for a good set of headphones, we're talking headphones you are now sporting right now as I look, look at, at you. These. You're wearing the Regents, which are awesome because they're Bluetooth over the ear, but they also, you can plug an audio cable into them. Yes. Uh, they have a battery. That's what I've done. They have a battery life that's second to none. It's like 15 hours or something that, like that. It's longer than that. Yeah, it's a long Standby one. is like 24, 40, I don't know, 180 years or something. I don't know. It's a long time. We can't make that up. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, they've got they've got wireless earbuds. They've got uh, the earbuds that have the wire on them, but they've got the kind of like, you know, ad, that other company selling, you know. Yes, like the pods kind of. Yeah, they're selling the ones that are individual pieces that go in yours. They've got that. Bluetooth. They got, and here's the deal. If you are a listener of Weird, you get a 15% discount. I and bet all they you are. Do, I bet they are if they're hearing this. The, but they, they, that would make you a listener. And you can go to studio, S-U-D-I-O, studio.com. Is that correct? That studio. is correct. Com, yes, sir. And use the code WEIRDPOD. That's W-E-I-R-D-P-O-D, WEIRDPOD. And you will get 15% off. And your entire order. And we're already talking reasonable prices. Very affordable. Free shipping, Very right? Affor- yes. So you get free shipping, reasonable prices. You're going to come in. You're going to look You're going to look like a, a, a hero you're when you be, hand these to somebody. You're going to get the gift of quality sound from Sweden. These are Swedish headphones. Sweet, yeah, sure, sure. Studio. And uh, makes and, a great gift. And so you need to get right on that. Go to Studio dot com use weird pod as your code and get you that 15 percent discount and pick you up some really great headphones thank you so much gary anderson and wesley harms whoever they are <laughs> anderson and harms i got all their albums oh i've actually heard this story today they deny farting accusations <laughs> story of my life at grand grand slam of darts <laughs> when me is the dog so some athletes they blame their poor performance on 
you know, state of the pitch. Others blame it on tactics and perhaps just a bad day at the office. But blaming your opponent for farting is a brand new one. <laughs> I couldn't win. He broke wind. It's exactly what happened at the Grand Slam of darts in Wolverhampton. Grand Slam of farts. You grand, more like it. Where's the drum? Where's the... Um, you threw me off. Um, I'm sorry. Two-time world champion. Oh, wait. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, that, the grand, uh, you've really messed me up now. <laughs> Both Gary Anderson and Wesley Harms denying responsibility for the rotten egg smell. (laughs) Two-time world champion Anderson, uh, who's 47, he won Thursday's match 10-2 to progress to the quarterfinals, but Dutchman Harms, 34, was quick to explain his substandard performance by accusing his Scottish opponent of leaving a fragrant smell, like like patchouli. (laughs) He told Dutch... He left a fragrant smell, Craig. He told Dutch TV... What other kind of smell is that? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sure. <laughs> he told Dutch TV that it'll take me two nights to lose this smell from my nose. World number four, Anderson... That must have been some light up. ...was not... <laughs> <laughs> he was not pleased by the accusation, saying the smell had definitely come from the table side. It takes me back to the old morning wind prank we used to do in high school with that little can of spray. From Spencer's, Ooh, no doubt. Yes. Uh, if the boy thinks oh. I farted, he's one thousand ten percent wrong. That's a lot of wrong. He told the son, "I swear on my children's lives, it was not my fault." Well, of course it wasn't your fault. People just do that. I had he goes. I had a bad stomach once on stage before, <laughs> and I admitted it. So I'm not gonna lie about farting on stage. So he's got a record. Every time I walked past there, there was a whiff of rotten eggs. So that's why I was thinking it was him. I can't get enough of stories like this. It was bad. It was it was a stink. All right, Craig. Then he started to play better, and I thought he must have needed to get some wind out. If someone has done that they need... Wait, if, some, if somebody has done that they need to see a doctor... Oh, wait, it's wrong. Seemingly... Why is this so hard to read with you across the table? My eyes are watering from the story. <laughs> if someone has done that, they need to see a doctor. Seemingly, he says it was me, but I wouldn't oh. admit it. <laughs> that must have been some record gas, That was, gas, a, that was man. a crazy game of farts. <laughs> okay, headline is, a man was so angry his flight was canceled, he set his own luggage on fire. You got to be mad to burn your own stuff. Delayed flights can truly be a pain. And they can even cause a wide variety of reactions from, from airline passengers. Some people are perfectly calm and polite. I fall into that category. I understand things happen. Um, and that's why you never fly. You always, you got to have a six-hour gap in your flights. So if you need to be somewhere at noon, you need to have a flight that arrives at 6 a.m. This feels like one of those math questions. That's just what I'm saying. You need a six-hour gap. Uh, some responses are just uh, straight-up overreactions. Those are the ones you see on YouTube and on the news when people just freak out. One R8 passenger actually did decide that arson was the only way to respond to his delayed flight on a Pakistan Airlines, according to Dawn News. Uh, Pakistan flight PK-607. You know that one, Craig. That's, a, uh, that's everybody's favorite. Wait, that's the one that comes right before 608? Yes, okay. that's the one, yeah. Bound for Gilgit, Pakistan at 7 a.m. local time was delayed on Thursday for technical reasons and then ultimately canceled due to bad weather. So at this point, some of the passengers shouted in protest and pushed airport personnel over the cancellation. But one passenger took it um, a lot 
many steps further. Luckily, no one was actually hurt in the fire, and it was put out by civil aviation authority firefighters. Despite the fires and the protests, are those people protest, that act really friendly and humane, civil, humane to you know, people? Civil, okay. Yeah. Despite the fires and the protests, the flight cancellation was actually quite routine. This, ha- in other words, these things happen. There's no sense. There's really no sense in getting that upset. Don't get upset. A spokesperson told the news that the passengers were moved to hotels to await a new flight, which was scheduled for them the very following day. And in all likelihood, Craig, that's a fairly predictable protocol. That's Predict- usually what come they'll on, do. Come on, come on. No airline could risk flying a passenger plane in bad weather. You know, you think they would say, the passengers would say, thank you for looking out for my safety because the weather's so bad, it's not safe to fly. But no, what do they do? They set their luggage on and fire. And it's much better than being uh, delayed because of one idiot that got into trouble on your flight. Ex- oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. Now, that's reason to, to cause a stink. So, Augusta man. Augustaman. <laughs> Not to be confused with a Rostaman. It's Augustaman. Augustaman. Augusta man accused of stealing two manhole covers. I thought you were going back to the dart story. Augusta wind. <laughs> All we are is Augusta in the wind. <clears throat> Augusta wind. Can I finish? Go ahead. Augusta man accused of stealing two manhole covers and some other items. Augusta. I'm going to say Augusta a bunch. And Augusta man is accused of stealing an eclectic group of items over the past six months, including liquor. Chips, <laughs> liquor chips, DVDs, a pet hair remover, two manhole covers belonging to Greater Augusta Utility District. David H. Dickens, eat that to Dickens. Twenty nine <laughs> faces four separate indictments. Each each one of those describes the thefts that occurred in where guess where Augusta. Augusta. The indictments were handed up Thursday. Aren't they usually handed down? <laughs> no, this, they're in the South. So they handed yeah, up. Yeah, they had to hand it up. Uh, by the grand jury, indictment is not an indication of guilt, but it sure looks that way. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Only that there's enough evidence to go to trial. Thefts of manhole covers, each weighing between Good 250 grief. to 300 pounds. So those things are heavy. I didn't know they were that heavy. They have to stay on the ground. They yeah. can't, you, are they going to float up if you, they're lighter? You, you, well, you don't want the car hits them. They can bounce up. Yeah, they got to be heavy. 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 Depending on the diameter. <laughs> Brian Tarbuck, general manager of Greater, guess what, Augusta Utility District, said the covers were taken from Green Street. Oh, no, not Green Street. Uh, apparently, a passerby noticed there was no manhole cover, and he called the police department. That's and very the dangerous. He called us, Tarbuck said. You talk about a pothole. He also said a similar theft occurred several years ago, and a man and a woman were charged that time. What are they doing with them? I don't know. Making uh, probably some Etsy thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's ha- the manhole cover page <laughs> yeah. on Etsy. You have to work hard to remove a manhole cover, he added. Yes. They weigh a lot. We use industrial magnets with levers to lift them off. They have to be pretty heavy to support certain weights and make sure trucks don't run over and they pop off. Like I just told you. Hey, I ain't, I'm not saying you're wrong. Tarbuck, I understand. Uh, let's see. Tarbucks. Starbucks. Yeah, Starbucks said the two covers stolen in April were recovered. Recovered. <laughs> recovered. <laughs> yeah, funny. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> May 16th by the police. Hats off to the fine folks at APD for finding stolen utility property, said Friday. Now, while the covers have no distinguishing marks, Tarbucks said the local scrapyard operators usually question anyone bringing them in for recycling since they are unusual oh, items. Bingo. Yeah. 
Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> manhole covers cost the district $130 to $230, again, depending on the diameter. Tarbrick said uh, so far there have been no accidents reported as a result of the missing manhole covers. I'd, I'd be like the guy in the old movie. I'd like walk by and fall right in. Yeah, me too. I, I, just, would. I wouldn't even look down. We've been very lucky. It's very, very dangerous for a motorist to put a wheel in one of these open holes uh-huh. or a person to fall in. Ain't you, you ever watched Marl and Hardy or Three Stooges? He didn't say that. <laughs> Uh, Dickens' uh, other charges include May 27th uh, theft of pet hair remover remover device from Walgreens, uh, some def, uh, September 19th thefts of DVDs, and uh, violating conditions of release. He got those from Tommy Shaw's. Which one? Oh, the, yeah, he the did. DVDs, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's from Alabama. See? Not far. Not far. Although this is what, Georgia? Yeah. Um, Near Ringgold. Anyway, that's about all. He had some other crap he did. Uh, he like liquor store, potato, liquor and potato chips he stole. Oh, he, breakfast. He's all around bad dude. Yeah. Headline is, Japan's cybersecurity minister admits he has never used a computer. I saw that. I, I love <laughs> this. Just, this is ridiculous. This guy should write an e-book of how to get any job <laughs> yes. anywhere, anytime. Japan's No matter what your qualifications. Cybersecurity minister has never used a computer, doesn't even know what a USB port is. The bizarre admission was prompted, has prompted mockery in Japan. Oh, you don't know USB. You know cybersecurity. What is super embarrassing about this is Japan is such a tech giant. Yes, that's where most of it comes from. And, you know, how this got past them. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, cybersecurity police is set by a large number of people and aides uh, that could type into a computer for him. So he's got, he's got like, right-hand men that do all of his computer work for him. But, you know, honestly, I worked with a guy one time who, in the tech field, and he had people do stuff like that were texts that would go and, and he would. So when he was in a position where he didn't have them anymore and he had to do something, oh, he's lost. you could tell he was lost. Yeah. And it, and it, and it was sad, but it, it was over and over again. You see the guy, you know, something simple, like plug that keyboard in. Where's that go? <laughs> well, Domo Arigato, Mr. Sicardo said, I give instructions to my aides. So I don't punch into computer myself, but I'm confident I work as flawless. When asked about the power grid and malware, he said USB was basically never used <laughs> in the utility system. I don't believe that that's ever. Ooh, he He's basically a glorified office manager. Politicians laughed incredulous, incredulous, incredulously, incredulously at his replies, which were highlighted in Japanese <laughs> media. Questions and answers in Parliament are also carried live on TV. I wish I had seen this and could speak the language so I'd know what was going on. Maybe somebody has subtitled it. Ministers in Japan almost always get pre-parliamentary uh, questions in advance. Often their answers are based on briefings from uh, the bureaucrats. Uh, in his exchange, though, bureaucrats were seen rushing over to give him sheets of paper with information. Don't say that. No, don't say that, USB. You say these. This is up there with the fake sign language guys. Yes, I love it just about as much. Anyway, uh, I thought that was kind of funny. That's all I got to say about that. Let's move on to another stellar top 10 list. Top 10 the Mark Patch top 10 list. Now, even top. I agree that this is a lousy top 10 list. Yeah, that last, that last episode was great. Top 10 reasons why people like music. Yes. This may be, and I say this a lot, <laughs> one of the worst top 10 lists Aaron has ever brought. This was from thetop10s.com. Let's go with it. Let's, let's, you know what? Yeah. Let's just read it like dorky white boys. Uh, well, like, like we are. Yeah. Top 10 reasons why people like music. It's enjoyable. That's number 10. Number nine is it's easy to get into. Number eight, 
They like how a certain genre or artist sounds. Like REO Speedwagon. No. Number seven, they like the lyrics to a certain song or artist. This is the worst list. It really is. <laughs> Number six, top ten reasons why people like music. They want to ignore all of chaos life has. Now, you can say that about classical. I love classical music. Number I, could, I couldn't tell you one from another, but I can listen to it all day on my Echo. Number five, top ten reasons why people like music. It gives them a passion for a certain genre or a subject. Number four, top ten reasons <laughs> why people like music. It helps them through life. Number three, they like the meanings behind certain songs. Number two, it com- isn't number two and number one the same? Yeah, they're like Number the two, it calms them down. And the number one reason people like music, it helps them relax. And I want to apologize for him bringing <laughs> that top ten. That's the worst, I will admit, that's the worst that's list probably, we've ever had. I mean, pretty much the worst of all time when it comes to top ten list. It's terrible. But, uh, hey, that's another episode there that was episode 230, right? Yes, sir, 230. We're, we're only like 15 away from episode 900. Yeah, we are. We're Something. really close to 900. Probably another 62, maybe 63. We'll, I can't wait until we get to episode 301. You know why? We're going to stop? No. Episode 301, episode one will drop off because iTunes only allows 300 episodes. Ooh, so you better listen now. Yeah, go and back and listen to stuff. you're excited because you don't want to listen to episode one. You don't want to listen to episode one through 50, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying you don't want to, not the no, listeners. No, no. They're terrible. No, they're not. They're bad. No, they are not. Oh, they're bad. They are not. You're really overplaying this. They're, 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 they're mostly... Dreadful. They're not gonna. They're not horrible. <laughs> but you know what? They are exciting. They are special. Some might say. Yeah, some would say that's a good word for them. Oh darn it! So thanks for listening, everybody. Leave us reviews, please. Tell all your friends. With 230 episodes, if everybody told one friend, that'd be 9,000 listens. <laughs> <laughs>